0: Well, hey, welcome to ACC talk. My name is Jarrell Dave
1: and I'm Quinn.
0: Hey, we are just so excited to be able to share with you guys just where we're heading over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about friendship and singleness and and marriage and parenting. And so we want to share some personal stories, but then also get really practical. And so I guess my question to you guys is, is it easy or is it hard to make friends for you guys?
2: Well, I think at this point in my life, it takes intentionality. And so I wouldn't say, I don't know if I'd say it was easy. I wouldn't characterize it as hard, but it does take intentionality because you have to be around people. I think in high school and in college, like you're just around people just by proxy and you're talking to people. And a lot of the people you're around have the same interests as you because they're in the same classes as you. And then when you graduate from college, you're like out and being an adult and trying to figure stuff out. And those things don't happen by accident anymore. And so now you have to, you can find some intentionality and some sameness with the people that you work with and the people that you go to church with, but it doesn't really happen just because anymore. And so you just have to be intentional to make those friends. That's what I found. You have to be intentional.
1: I agree because I feel like when you are in high school, or like you said, you know, middle school, or even in a work environment, often, you could look out and you're around people that you actually really do connect with. But a lot of times you have to put yourself in different environments where you really have an opportunity to meet someone you do connect with. Because sometimes you're in just one environment, and you don't really feel like you're connecting with whoever's there. And so it's good to create variety. But A lot of times we like have really routine lives. So we do have to put ourselves out there, even like the gym or joining some kind of thing through church. You know, I always tell people, if you want to meet people kind of expand your horizon because you never know where you might meet someone you really click with. And that's a lucky when that happens, that's like, hold on to that person. That doesn't just happen with everybody. And so I think that that's one of those things where often people are like looking for that and it's not happening. And I'm always like, be easy on yourself, because that's, that's something that may only happen, you know, a handful of times in life.
0: Yeah, I think for me, it is probably hard. I mean, because they work in a church, it's pretty simple to have like that acquaintance, you know, like, hey, how are you doing? Maybe talk about your job or talk about what's going on in your life, maybe with your kids. But when I think about people that like know me, and I know them, and when I also think about like, you know, like the good sides of me, and the tough and more rougher sides of me, like those friendships, they don't happen as often. And so I don't even necessarily think that's a bad thing. But I think it's also for me, the older that I get, I have this realization that it's, it's way harder to make friends kind of like you guys were saying about school and just other times where there's just a mass amount of people. And so I guess with me that just it just kind of launches into the next question for me is how do you guys make friends? How do you How are you vulnerable enough to let somebody in and to like know and trust other people to, to be able to allow them to be your friend?
1: I think one thing that I was actually going to say, I think some people have this spiritual gift. I kid and say it's spiritual gift, but honestly, really an amazing gift where they naturally invite and pull people in. Do you want to come to dinner? Let's go to dinner after church. Hey, we're hanging out tonight. You guys want to hang? you know, come over and hang out with us. And that was something that really stood out to me here in Texas. Actually, it was very different from the Kansas vibe where I felt like people kept more to themselves. And we moved into this neighborhood where everyone's like, Hey, we're in the cul-de-sac. You guys want to come out with us? Oh, we're all doing this. You know, we're having a barbecue and the culture was much more, let's do things together. And honestly, I think back to that all the time, that bred friendships where I feel like they're my brothers and sisters because we were so together at the start of this neighborhood where everyone was just like, let's do stuff together. And it made such a difference. And then it made me realize that wasn't as much my nature to be someone that was like, hey, let everyone, come on into my house. I'm cooking a big meal. But if you're that type of person, you make friends. If you welcome people in, people welcome you in. That's kind of That's kind of what I found.
0: That's cool.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely not... I don't. I'm not like that. Like just be, how I am, I have to be intentional about it. And I, I would say that's absolutely a part of it. You have to invite people into your life, and then when people invite you to do stuff, even if it's something that maybe you don't, you're not super excited about. But if you're having, if you trying to make friendships, do stuff. And so when people invite you to do things, if a neighbor invites you to a barbecue, if people are hanging out, just go do it. Even if it's outside of your comfort zone, even if you don't want to, just go do it. And another place I feel like is incredible, especially as a a Jesus follower, is a small group. Just a group of people where you're talking about your faith on a weekly basis is incredibly important. And the vulnerability that comes when you share prayer requests with people. And I think sometimes people share prayer requests and they're like, oh, I'm going to share this prayer request about my friend. I'm gonna share this prayer request about my parents, share this prayer about these people around me. But when you when you actually share prayer requests about the things that you are personally struggling with, that's when true vulnerability comes, that's when true relationships and friendships come. But it starts because you're in that small group and you started building those relationships and felt comfortable with people, and then you shared that prayer request that was vulnerable and allowed people to see who you actually are and be able to pray for you. And that is where those incredible friendships really begin.
1: Okay. Actually to piggyback off that, that is so funny. You say that because I always kid my, favorite type of friendship is rooted in Jesus. And actually I'm a big fan of neighborhood Bible studies, which is exactly what we did. When we moved here, we started a neighborhood Bible study with women and I got to know them, not just in motherhood and life, but honestly in spirituality. And we connected that way. And that just makes everything so much more close and real. And I always kid, like I, if I'm really close to you, Jesus has got to be you know, at the center of it or or it does really feel like that close of a friendship but like dave said that makes such a huge difference because it takes it from surface to deep honestly because when you involve your faith you're you're talking about real stuff and i think that that really is what can make a relationship so rich and honestly fulfilling or at least for me you know that's definitely what my favorite type
2: so that leads me into another question though so do we Do we need Christian friends? Is that something that we as people, as Jesus followers need? Like, it's all right to have friends that aren't Christians, but do we actually need friends that identify
0: as Jesus followers? I think that actually for your growth and maturity, you're stretching your faith. You need non-Christian friends to be able to do that because I think there is some sort of responsibility that we have as Christians to not just get in our Christian bubbles and stay there. And I think having friendships from other religions and having friendships of people that don't believe yet, man, that's gonna grow your prayer life. It's gonna grow and solidify the beliefs that you have in your heart and be able to share with other people. But with that being said, I don't believe that we are meant to do this alone. And having people that are like-minded in that that Are able to encourage you keep you accountable and just help you grow in your faith man it's just so needed and so i think yes i think christian friends are definite benefit but that can't be the only friends that we have in our lives
1: i feel like i need and desire true Christian friendships, because for me, that's the root of who I am. So I don't relate. Like, I feel like there's that huge piece of me that they don't relate to if we don't connect on that level. But I always kind of kid, my way I look at friendship is someone should be pouring into you. You should equally be benefiting someone else. And then you should always be pouring in to somebody. And I kind of like to keep a balance of friends where I realize I'm gaining wisdom, I'm giving wisdom. And then honestly, we're just living life, you know, together and pouring into one another. And often, some of my closest people that really are amazing may not share the same faith as me, and I can still garner wisdom, I can still learn things from them. And so I think that's really important. It's always inspiring to me, because you have this, this realization that This really makes a difference. We want to, you know, be a light and be that light to other people. And so I love opportunities too, where you get to share your faith and actually make a difference in friendship, but also, you know, be able to see, I don't know. I just think there's amazing people out there that if you were like, I'm only with the Christians, you're going to miss out. Also, when I moved in high school, I had a horrible transition. It was just turned out to be one of the worst times in my life. And one of the things I learned from that time period was not to say no to potential friends. And what happened was that I moved into a new environment and no one felt natural to me. So I thought what I should do is wait till something felt right to say yes. So I just kept saying no. But what happened was I learned that people ask one time normally. And if you say no, and you reject that invitation, they often will not ask you again. That's kind of their, do you want to be my friend kind of thing? Hey, you want to come with me? And if you say, no, thanks. Like, likely, unless they're like very bold, they're not going to ask you again. Well, I learned that the hard way that I said, no, no, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, 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 not you. And then I realized I am literally sitting alone. I have nobody around me. There's really nobody I feel connected with. And so of course, after a time period, I gained friends. But when I moved in college, and then certainly moving here to Texas, I embraced the just say yes mentality. And it's kind of like what Dave was saying, instead of only waiting till I thought, yeah, this will probably be a good fit if someone said, hey, You want to come to an essential oils party? I'm like, no, I don't really like essential oils. But sure, absolutely. Hey, you want to come fishing with us? Never fished in my life, but you better believe it. Yes, I'll go fishing. And I just said yes to everybody. And what I decided was that's a much better method. Then you can kind of reel it back in. But you want to keep that invitation and potential for relational growth there. And I ended up feeling like this was my easiest place to make friends ever. So just say yes and say no later. When
0: we're talking about friendship, one of the things that just come to mind is what if you're on the outside and you're looking in mm. and it feels like for whatever reason, whether it's something that you're doing or maybe it's not something you're doing, but you just can't seem to break in into a set of friends or a crowd. What do you do? Because I'm sure that there is a probably question. a lot of loneliness and probably even a lot of wondering why. Why in the world do I not have friends? Why in the world I'm, I'm not even getting the invites?
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, how do, how do you approach friendship?
1: It's like a really good question.
2: I, I feel like there's, there's, a couple, there's some sides to that. I think one side is that you are living in comparison. In comparison is the thief of joy. And so if you're, if you see a group of friends and you can't break into them, find other people. Like if, if you just, like if they are not the only people in this world, they're not going to be the only people around you. And if, just find other people and stop trying to compare yourself to their level of friendship and saying, why can't I just break in? Why can't I just find it? Go find your own people, I think, that, and stop trying to compare your relationships to the relationships that other people have and just begin on working and saying yes, even to the people that you may may not think that you're going to be great friends with now, but you say yes and you go on this adventure and you're like, oh, these people are great. Like, I didn't even know what this was going to turn out to be. And so I would say just be really careful of that, that comparison trap that will just... Steal any joy that you could have if you just always are trying to live in a place that you're not.
1: I feel like one of the hard truths with friendship is the fact that not everybody does easily connect with others. It's just a fact. Some people really can just kind of walk into a room and people want to be their friends and other people walk in and truly are naturally more overlooked. And people do struggle because it's like, why is this so hard for me when they are on the outside looking in? And one thing I would say is if you are in a group and you are peering around and you're noticing that there is someone you know, outside of it, my gosh, just invite them in. I mean, come on, you know, we're adults at this point, but something I always think about is, and I've been that person where you're like, gosh, they're all so close. I wish, I wish I could be a part." but there's often something tying people together that you don't know about. Their kids are in sports together. They all went to high school together and you actually don't know that you think, you know, you really don't know. They all live on the same street, but you only see them in this other context. So you think, I just can't break in. I wouldn't always encourage people. If you feel like you really want, to be friends with someone, you have to put yourself out there and you could say, Hey, I heard you guys all do this, you know, but if you try and that just isn't a, a fit for you, like he said, move on, you know, move on and just believe it's, it's not meant for you. I really, the older I get, I like a lot of friends. I enjoy personalities. I enjoy, I don't know. I just l- love learning and growing from others, but I really need deeper friendships that are fewer than like 30 friendships that are about this shallow. It just, it's not what I need. And so often if we can focus on depth, not, you know, breadth, I think that that can really be something that God can f- use as a fulfilling relationship in our life.
2: So what is the secret to making friends?
1: Okay. I know that that actually is like kind of like a loaded question, but honest to goodness, I really do feel like there is a secret. I guess two, there really are two secrets. One, genuinely like care for people. If you care for people, people sense it and people are drawn to you. People that actually care when they say, Hey, how are you? And you respond and you're like, you know really listening and they they're sharing their heart and they sense that in you they're like i like that i like that man i like that girl she's a good one and trick 2 not only care but man ask them about them i mean genuinely like say hey how are you like what's going on with you and don't just settle for a good Be like, really? Okay, cool. And then get more specific. So what's going on with your, you know, family? What are your kids up to? If you ask questions, what you will find is people will just pour it out. You're going to, you're going to walk away from that conversation and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I just told them everything about my life. But that's because really when people feel like you care enough to ask, they care enough to share. And it really is an easy way to make a friend. Now. The other caveat is they have to be able to like reciprocate that long term, right? Like they have to care about you too. Keep we're not, caring. Yeah. we're, we're not,
0: caring. Uh, not just making friends with narcissists. Narcissists, exactly, exactly. That's really good. I think one of the things that I think about, there were some people that I was maybe suspicious of, like mm-hmm. of their genuineness. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is the moment that they showed me care that I that I couldn't explain, yeah, is the moment that I knew like maybe those suspicions that I had about that person. They probably weren't true And they actually did care for me and my family and then it was just easy to be able to move forward with that person as a friend And so yeah, absolutely. If you want friends listen to Quinn.
1: Well, then you can heal And you can also heal someone. You can be the person. This is what's so beautiful about what you just said. There are skeptics out there. They've been burnt. They've been hurt. They don't trust people. They don't trust friends. And you can prove them wrong. You can actually be the person where they're like, okay, this is so weird, but you make me believe in friendship again. You actually make me believe there are good people out there. And so I think that, you know, friendship is actually such a, just a beautiful thing that God gives us that we don't want to take for granted because truly being that person that's like, Hey, you know, how is your kid? I've been praying for them. You have no idea if that person in their heart is like, okay, there are, there are the good ones, you know, and you've just made a profound impact. So I think that's a beautiful, beautiful part of friendship too. And genuinely caring about
2: people. I mean,
1: You're not going to go wrong if you care. Let's be honest. You're not. Right. You're just not. Life's going to be better.
2: And that's also that's also my number one piece of advice for people who tell me that they can't they have a really hard time with making small talk. Like we have this small group leader launch where small group leaders are going to be talking to people. And I had a small group leader say, hey, I'm not really good about talking to people and doing small talk type stuff. My number I'm like, I'm not either, but do you know what fixed it? I just ask people questions because if you just ask people questions about themselves, they will automatically tell you things and just have some questions. Think about it beforehand and just start asking questions. And when you ask questions, they feel like you care and then they, that's how that
0: conversation begins. That's cool. That was a great discussion on friendship. And so Next week, we are going to be talking about singleness, and so we'd love for you to check it out.